Let's put it on the table. Kalia Sharon. Hey y'all. How's the day going for you? How's your week? Did you have a great weekend? Are you staying safe? Well, I hope you are. Welcome to another episode of Let's Put It on the Table. I'm Kalia Sharon. Before I start getting into things, y'all know I have to say thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast since there has been no episode for over a year. You guys still are going back to listen to old episodes, which I find interesting. Um, and also, thank you so much for your feedback on the last episode and for sharing that last episode. It really meant a lot. And thank you for everyone who's saying they're praying for me. I appreciate that, too. Um, also, I would love for you who is listening if you're not subscribed or following, please stop what you're doing right now and do that. And when this podcast is over, share it with someone you know. Now, let's get into it. Oh, man. Changes. Adults who are listening, you can hear it in my voice. You can tell by the tone. If you know, you know. Most of my life, for me, uh, changes have not been a bad thing. At least, like I said, in my opinion, um, I'm not like the traditional Southern person who does not like change at all and likes everything to remain the same. I don't know if it's like that everywhere else, but I know out here in the South, it is definitely that way, especially where I'm from. People believe that you should carry on those traditions or do those same things that your folks did before you. And I'm not for that. And those who have made it out of where we are, I am proud of you. Um, just because I'm here doesn't mean I have not made it out of where we are from. It's just that I'm choosing a different route to take myself to another level. Changes. Exactly. So I like to see things evolve and I like to go places and experience different things. That's an easy change for anyone. Well, I can't say for anyone because, again, where I'm from, people think experiencing a healthy plate is just so foreign, but whatever. Um, but what's even more easy for me when it comes to changes is letting go of things that don't matter. And I had to learn to do that at a young age. Um, I really, it just came naturally to me. I'll get into that later. Um, but, yeah, I, I let go of things that don't really matter. And if you listen to my last episode, then you know what I've been through in the last two years. And I feel like I'm going through, um, I, I feel like, well, at the time, I feel like when I first started going through, I feel like I was going through something so hard. That was a huge change in my life. And now I'm just adapting. But the, what I've been going through has required me to make huge changes. Like I just said that I've been looking to make anyway. And those things that happened to me forced me to do it. And I was happy that I did. Now, those things forced me to start things that I have not been hesitant to start, but have been putting on the back burner due to this and that. You know how we do that. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. Um, Monday's a new week. I'll start over going to the gym. Like, come on that's got to stop that really has to stop but for me those things that I kept putting on the back burner is 
starting a business, Skinny Licks. I kept putting it on the back burner. I was like, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Meanwhile, I was doing all the research, making all the products, but doing all the legal paperwork behind everything. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Knowing me, I'm not the type that like to get caught up in legal shit or illegal shit. So I'm like, girl, come on, get it together. Come on. So that was one. And another thing was being more consistent on doing different things and even social media and being more consistent in creating my own content. Um, and I was very consistent in creating content for others. And of course I have to be very um, consistent in creating content with my nine to five because that requires it in order for me to get paid. But creating content is one of my passions, just not in my nine to five anymore because news is so depressing and it's stressful. And anybody who worked or worked with an ED worked in news, you know that it's very, very stressful. Um, and yeah, so those things I had to start making changes to improve those things or to start those things. But the way I had to create room for these changes were by cutting off things and people and their bullshit, like cutting everything off. And you're probably saying, well, why should I have to make room for changes? Well, in my opinion, and also from what I've experienced, you just don't cut something off or someone off when you're trying to make a change or change the direction of something you're doing that's not working and just think that it's going to work for that change for me whenever I've made a change even as a kid I've noticed that if I make a change especially if it's a way to benefit me for the better I have to make room because the things that I have been hoping and praying for wishing for start to fall in my lap and I have to make room for these blessings that God is going to put into my life all because I made a change all because I got rid of something to make room for what's supposed to come to me so you know if you it's just like cleaning out a room and it's a bookshelf that you just don't really care for but you're just keeping it but you you plan on changing the room up and you don't want to keep this bookshelf or maybe like you don't want nothing on the bookshelf, but you don't know what to do with it. But it's an eyesore. If you remove that, you never know what could replace it or how that could help your your energy, your space and whatnot. You have to get rid of things and not just change things around, because when you just change things around, it doesn't really work. Sometimes you have to cut it off, get rid of it, say goodbye chunk up the deuces now I'm going to use an example for instance this is going to sound very harsh but I really don't care <sighs> let me hold on I gotta gotta get myself together because I'm trying not to laugh and no I I'm very aware of what I'm about to put out here I don't give a damn two shits or fuck what anybody and how anybody feels this is just me, how I feel, my perspective, my experience. So now I come from a huge family, both sides. My mother and my father has a big family. My immediate family is small as far as my parents and my siblings. But like I said, the rest of the family is pretty huge. 
especially my dad's side. His parents had like too many goddamn kids, like 15, 16, 15, 16 kids. Yeah. Um, and they had like collectively 40 something grandkids. They didn't know how to keep their legs closed. And then after that, so many more came from there because they didn't know how to keep their legs closed. Um, this is going to sound so bad because my sister got five kids. <laughs> I love you, um, but I love my nieces and nephews, but um, back to the point, um, the great-grandchildren, grandchildren, is just, it keeps going, um, but his family's so big that everything that they do matters and has always mattered before whatever we did matters, and I'm saying we as in me, my mother, and my siblings, whatever his brothers and sisters and parents and nieces and nephews had going on, we had to drop everything to go be with them. For me growing up, having, you know, not to be able to experience what it's like to just be around my parents and my siblings for holidays, birthdays, and just because it's just that that's very hard. Like we always had to spend New Year's Eve with people. We always had to spend Christmas Day with other people. We always had to spend Thanksgiving with other people who really couldn't cook. And I'm not going to say no names, but I could, but I'm not, you know. And that was just that was hard for me because I didn't know what it was like to just be a family unit celebrating things that just a family, you know, your immediate family should celebrate. All the other holidays, like I said, even our birthdays was hard and that was hard because we would have to drop everything even on our birthdays to go see what family needs, see what family. I mean, OK, yeah, you shouldn't be selfish all your life, but sometimes even if it's a birthday, nigga, we see your motherfucking family every fucking holiday each year. We live in the same fucking community. We see the same fat bastard walking down the street every day. You know what I'm saying? Like the uh, moving on. Let me let me calm down. But anyway, that just really bothered me as a kid. And it was, you know, my dad folks would make me and my siblings feel like black sheep at at least certain siblings because my little sister is like a favorite of theirs because she is definitely their family. If it was me around them, you would think that I'm just a friend visiting. I don't act nothing like them. But yeah, like my dad's folks would make me and other siblings feel like we don't matter. We're the black sheep. And even for me, I dealt with acne growing up, and that was the hardest thing I had to deal with. Even till this day as an adult, I am on heavy medication. Well, I was on heavy medication, trying to get the uh, my acne together. And also, um, now I'm just on light medication, you know, and I changed up my whole diet in the past two years as well. And that has really helped my acne, but still like when they would talk to me you can tell they weren't genuinely talking to me or by like engaging into my eyes and talking to me they were looking all up on my face to see what they can point out and sure enough they would point out my acne put their fingers in my face sometimes on my skin and that already bothered me because my skin was sensitive don't touch my fucking face and because if you can't cook your hands ain't clean that's just my thing and also, too, that was a thing that just ruined my confidence growing up. And side note, let me just touch on this acne subject for a second. 
like I said, I've been dealing with acne probably since like fifth grade. I still deal with it, like I just said. And I thought I was the only one in the family who they would do that to, but apparently there's others. And I don't like that. And if you're listening and you're one of those people who do that to one of us, you got your day coming. Oh, this is going to sound like I am exposing and I am going to do things to these family members, but I'm going to let God handle them. Because at the end of the day, it ain't me who got the who got to deal with them. It's God and whoever else they giving a bullshit to because it ain't me. Anywho, all of those things they would do would make me feel uncomfortable and would make me depressed. And would even they would even say things like, um, if you die, I'm not coming to your funeral. Like, why would you say that? And they would say that um, on the matter of my health issue as a young kid that I have. Um, and I just couldn't understand why would you say that to a young child? And that would that would scar me in a way like they don't care. Like, it made me feel like they don't care. Like, I don't care if you... And who, how the fuck am I going to give a damn if you come to my fume or not? Like, I'm going to be dead. I'm probably going to be there in the spirit, probably thumping niggas in the head, kicking people in the face. You know, I'm going to enjoy myself. But, you know, why would you say that to a child? And as I got older, these things that they said to me started affecting me years later. And I had to start seeing a therapist like two, no, two or three, two and a half years ago. It'll be three years no, wait. No, it's been about three years. I started seeing a therapist and um, I had to see a therapist all because of that. And, you know, the death of my cousin, whom I was close to, triggered all my feelings just coming up. It, everything surfaced around that time. And it got me to a point to where I was numb and, you know, I didn't talk. I wasn't eating. I felt super depressed and that's when I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety um because I hadn't well I already been uh, diagnosed with anxiety because that's a whole different story but it just really amplified it and I had to go to therapy for that and what really made me realize though because that was a big change in my life but what really caused me to start making changes like I said my dad would put his family first so we would have to drop everything to go be around them and I remember the last time the last time I can remember just being at a family function um for I don't know maybe it was the last time before my well this is before my grandma was like super super sick um my aunt said something to me about the makeup on my face and it wasn't a lot of makeup. It was just enough. I was cute. You know, she was just a hater cause she's ugly, but she said something and all of a sudden I just unleashed it out on her. It was like diarrhea at the mouth. I don't remember. I remember going off and I remember seeing red after that. Literally like my little sister, I just remember us being outside after the fact. And I kept saying to myself, how the fuck I get outside? I was just inside. How I get outside? She told me that she pulled me. She had to drag me out the house because I just kept going off, you know, 
not literally drag me out the house, but she was trying to shut me off from keep talking because I was letting her have it. My aunt, that is. But um, after that, I realized I can't do it no more. It was too toxic. And for those who are listening, you feel like your family, you have to give some type of loyalty to your family. If they are toxic people, you don't owe them shit. Okay, just an FYI. It doesn't matter if they're your parents, your siblings, your aunts, uncles, cousins. They don't owe you shit. You don't owe them shit. You know, maybe a couple fuck yous when you see them. I mean, you know what? Don't don't listen to me. You know, I'm trying to be a better Christian. <laughs> it's just so hard. But anyways, um, yeah, I realized then I had to make a change by just cutting them off and just telling my dad, no, I'm not dealing with your family. I'm not going over there. And that's when I chose to go towards positivity and not towards negativity. And for me, they were negative energy. So that's why family members don't see me around at functions anymore, you know, because I choose to be happy. I don't choose to go around people and be fake and phony because one thing about me and my siblings can attest to this. I'm not a fake person. I can't be. My face is not going to allow me to. And my mouth is also not going to allow me to either. But, um, yeah, I made that change some time ago. And like I said, about two or three years ago, that's when I started to see a therapist because my gynecologist, which I see a lot, not in the doctor's office, but out and about and stuff. And, you know, she's really cool. She noticed because we hadn't seen each other in a while. Um, she noticed that it was a change in me. She said, are you OK? And I looked at her and I said, does it matter? Because no one has really ever asked me that as far as my feelings, because growing up, I was not able to express how I felt about anything. You know, OK, all folks got this belief that a child should stay in a child's place, which is true. But when your child is expressing something about the way they feel, you don't know if they can go into suicidal thoughts, commit suicide, anything. You need to let your child say what they're going to say. And then you can say what you're going to say after that. But you need to know how you're going to say it to them instead of saying it in a way to where they feel worthless because that was my situation. But um, I told her, I said, doesn't matter. And then she asked me again and I just looked at her and I started crying. And then um, she ended up saying, let me make you an appointment to see a therapist because I know for years, even your previous doctor told your folks you need to see a therapist for what you were going through which like I said I started high school in a whole new lifestyle that I was not used to didn't understand that I was gonna have to adjust to for the rest of my life and my dad was like she don't need to see a therapist she could talk to me Mm, okay motherfucker well guess what tried to talk to you but you kept telling me how I feel was stupid and get it out of my head so that didn't work so I kept all of my feelings to myself um so I ended up going to see the therapist and to my surprise when I went in there and I sat down now prior I'm always the friend that and still to this day I'm always the friend that calls and checks up on or um 
just asking, you know, how you doing? How you feeling? What you got going on? That's good job. Da, da, da. I don't really get that in return, um, in my opinion. And, you know, friends, if you're listening, no shade. But that's just maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll see me as a strong person. Maybe I'll see me as the person that's always there. But, you know, check in. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard I chill for a pimp. You know what I'm saying? And I was the, I felt on my end, the only one just giving 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 and never getting anything and then sometimes when I start talking about my issues it would be brushed off or I'd get cut off within a matter of seconds and I'm just like well you know what I don't want to talk about my problems no more with with this particular person or that particular person you know so I started you know telling how I feel in a different way which I'm not going to disclose but yeah, when I went into the therapist's office, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Never been in therapy before. And all I know is the man sat there and listened to me talk. And I know a couple of times I stopped mid-sentence and was like, do I need to stop talking? Do I sound ridiculous? Do I sound crazy? And I kept doing that because in my life, Whenever I would try to talk to someone, that's what they would tell me. I sound ridiculous. I sound crazy. I sound stupid. Get it out my head. Get over it. Um, and also, I'd get cut off within a matter of seconds. Like, I just sit here and listen to all the shit you had to say, and I don't get to say how I feel. So, I was in shock that someone actually sat there and listened to me. But going to the therapy really helped me out and that was a like I said that was a change in my life that I made and that doctor really helped me make a change as well with a lot of things the way I live my life now and the way I see things and I feel like with God as well that's how I'm able to overcome a lot of the things that I'm going that I've been through and I will be able to overcome them more things that I eventually will go through and you know what? I also realized with my therapist help um, that everything that I felt, everything, how I, you know, the way I felt, everything, you know, my thoughts were valid, you know, for me, because not that I was looking for someone else to, you know, validate things I was saying, but I was looking for someone to help me make sense of how I felt. Um like, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this in the best way, but basically everything I had been saying to myself, writing in my journal and the other ways I would express myself through the years were things I needed someone to help me understand how to break those things down even further for my own self in order to move on with life, a.k.a. make a change. And he broke down those things for me because at a point I was going in circles with my thoughts, my feelings, everything that I had been through and was going through. I didn't know how to process them. So he helped me process. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. He helped me process um, how I felt, my thoughts and everything. Because I'm like, again, I was a child that was quiet, didn't say much because you weren't supposed to say much. And yeah. So then after a few sessions, I started to put my foot down on a lot of things. I was already that child, okay, and my parents can tell you I was already that child that was like, I'm going to tell you 
the real deal. I'm going to be a straight shooter about it. And if your feelings hurt or you feel like you got to come back at me, then come back at me because I'm going to have something else to come back at you with. And you ain't going to know what to do. And that's pretty much how it goes um, in my family. But, um, you know, I had to put my foot down heavy with my dad a lot, of course. And when it came to his family, nothing really changed on my end. You know, I've always been unleashing the beast on their ass and will continue to do so. I also had to take a step back from a couple of people who are basically um, associates, but would call themselves my friend, but I never called them my friend in my life um, because I was always being that listening ear. Like I said before, I was always the one giving my time, but I could never get anything in return. So, you know, I was just like, man, the phone worked both ways. The act of kindness runs both ways. You know, I I don't have to do this all the time because it's draining me. It's draining me till I have no more. And that if that change right there was huge for me, especially in this last few months of 2021. It was it it meant a lot to me, and I could tell that you know, like my energy, my energy has always been the same but as far as feeling more energetic because i'm not drained from hearing other people's shit okay i don't need them extra burdens i also made changes within my social media as far as posting um i post a lot on snapchat which that has not changed but since i started my business i've been forced to be on instagram so i'm always on instagram but i'm always on my business account and from here and there i'll hop on my personal account but I'm still learning, you know, how to be okay with being on social media because of a past traumatic experience, which I don't think I've talked about on here. But if y'all want to hear that story, I'd be more than happy to hear it because that's a story that really could help someone else, you know, deep within. So, but yeah, um, I've but I've been better posting on Instagram. I've been way better posting um, on YouTube, in my opinion. And like I said, I create content for other people. And also, I'm a content creator, uh, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday as well. So that's been fun. But on Instagram, I got a lot of saucy, spicy stuff coming for y'all. Do people still say that saucy, spicy? I don't know. But I have a lot of good stuff coming up for y'all um this year and i'm just excited to be showcasing what i love to do showcasing you know my my arts and my talents and stuff so y'all make sure y'all follow me on instagram and also follow skinny licks on instagram that's s-k-i-n-e-l-i-x on instagram and follow me on instagram at kalia sharon now oh also i'm on tiktok and I'm having a little fun with that. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm also, you know, just taking it one day at a time with that, too, because it's just so much to learn. And it's so weird because, girl, I act like it's the hardest thing to do. And it's not. What's more complicated for anybody is Premiere Pro and Final Cut. But it's not complicated for me because I work with those things every fucking day, all day. But, yeah. Um, so on every platform tiktok instagram snapchat twitter and youtube it's kalia sharon k-a-l-e-a-s-h-a-r-r-o-n 
I post all types of videos. Of course, y'all know I post hair videos and I post makeup videos. There'll be lifestyle, fashion, beauty, all that good stuff or whatever you want to see of me. Also, little mini vlogs up on um, TikTok. They may be a little boring. I don't know. It's up to you to figure that out. But that's also going to be up and you'll see more of that. And if you enjoy it, just let me know and I can deliver more of that to you. And on for the next change, which I'm so excited about, which I told you guys about in the last podcast. If you listen at the end of the podcast, we will be doing something fun, which is reading things that you send to me in a seductive way. I don't know how else to put this. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but it is seductive. Like, you guys love when I put out the teasers because y'all find it funny. Some of y'all take it too far and y'all be thinking like, you know, I don't know if I'm some type of fantasy in y'all head or something. I don't know. But anyways, I enjoy doing it because to me, I think it's funny. And I was like, why not bring it to the podcast? So every podcast episode, I will be ending the episode with a seductive read. So whether it's something funny, sexual, stupid, a bad review on Amazon, a good review on Amazon, a funny review on Amazon or wherever, send that to me, screenshot it, DM it to me or email it. Well, don't email it to me. DM it. DM, DM it. Oh my God. DM it to me. And I would love to read that. And also too, I can't get that to y'all yet. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. But yeah, be ready because we're going to read them and it's going to be a good time. So long story short, guys, make a change. Just make a change. Make that don't make that change to where you turn something around and make it look a different way because you're never going to elevate or it's not going to last for long. Make a change by getting rid of something that's not bringing any value to you. And whether it has to be family, whether it has to be friends, whether it has to be an object, whether it has to be a job, you want another job, go for that other job. If this job that you're at currently is not bringing any value to you, your life, to anything you got going on. So make a change because I'm making a change and I'm going to forever be making changes and getting rid of things and making space for blessings and will be forever thankful and grateful for God putting me in the headspace to do these things. So with that being said, that is the end of this episode i hope you've enjoyed it if you are an itunes listener please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and if you're a spotify listener be sure to follow the podcast and be sure to like and share the podcast as well remember you can follow me on instagram snapchat twitter and newly to tiktok and youtube at kalia sharon that's k-a-l-e-a-s-h-a-r-r-o-n and also you can check out my shop skinny licks that's not my shop, Skinny Licks, but my store, Skinny Licks. But oh, wait, check out www.skinelix. That's S K I N E L I X X dot com and get you some product, honey. Trust me, you'll love it. And also, if you plan on buying something, let me give you a special code. Just because you're here listening, 
Use LPIOTK25 for 25% off your entire order. Again, that's LPIOTK25 for 20%, 25% off, I'm sorry, your entire order. And also, be sure you DM me on what you think of this episode. If you have a topic that you would like for us to discuss, please let me know. I would love to do that. And also, check out my website at KaliaSharon.com. Now, I'm going to let y'all do what you do. With that being said, wear your mask and keep your distance. Until next time, I'm Kalia Sharon. Bye.